44. Yeah. Never going to get to 50. Okay. Welcome to Lisa Beats Your Meat episode 44. We're back. We are. We took a little hiatus um, for a multitude of reasons that we'll talk about. and But that doesn't matter because we're back and we'll stay consistent. We're super sorry. Um, I feel bad <laughs> not doing this for a while. Well, every day that we didn't do it, I was like, shoot, we got to do that podcast. Yeah. We got a little... Well, you would ask me at like 8.45, so you want to go do a podcast? I was like, I'm really tired right now. No. Um, so anyways, um, why did we take our hiatus, Jimmy? Well, it wasn't, my really, reasons. It wasn't really planned. Uh, we were, well, we always do it once a week. It's been, I think, a month. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Um, we got an email yesterday from somebody who was like, are you guys all right? Um, we were like, no. Some guy. Named we died. This is Glenn, this is but post Beetlejuice. Lisa beats your meat. Well, we're like that couple, you know. No. Have you seen Beetlejuice? A long time ago. There's the couple dies and then they stay in the house. Like we're Beetlejuice, that couple in Beetlejuice. Never mind. Over I don't get head. it. Under your head, maybe. I don't know. Over. Um. Yeah, we've just been busy. It's the end of the school year. Um. We have children and. Lisa's growing a baby and work is crazy and yeah yeah okay I'll take this one then we <laughs> bought a house we bought an investment property so a lot of um the time any extra time has been spent dealing with that and while Jimmy's doing that I'm at home um babysitting not yeah. babysitting your own kids it's not called that but I'm watching the kids so it's not a lot of um, free time, and planning a podcast really does take a lot of effort. So I guess we didn't want to put out like a crappy product, so we had to <laughs> put some time into what we were going to talk about. And much like uh, this podcast, um, our investment property mm-hmm. has not paid off yet, but it will. We just bought it. I know we just bought it. It's our first one. We're really excited. It's really gross and disgusting, and it's not um, that bad. It is. But at least always. I don't know. I've been there like once. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. I don't know. So Lisa just sends me off. She sees me as as of, of value now. <laughs> so it's like, no, don't go sit and plan a podcast. Yeah. It's not going to pay the Sorry. bills. Yeah, that's not cool. Go make some money. Yeah. But that's it's a, the it's truth. A, it's a long pull. Time is money. Your, your time is valuable, man. Yeah. Well, we bought a house few blocks from ours in the up and coming I had this conversation yesterday oh i didn't tell you what i, I guess it's not offensive since it we've prob- joked about it probably but is my sisters were talking yesterday in a group chat and apparently one of them i i won't say who um accidentally i shouldn't tell the story it's kind of oh offensive. you gotta get into it now <laughs> said, this is awesome was, oh i think megan ref- you just said you were like i'm not gonna use oh name. yeah referenced <laughs> the ghetto store uh-huh. in front of someone who might take offense to the word oh. ghetto but in terms of this store that we have by our house that for some reason we just started calling it that but it's a really nice store it's, it's i'll explain it and i think i've said this before the prices are ghetto as in that like they're bonkers they're so cheap for like really nice stuff so i just started i don't it's it is insensitive and it's not politically correct and it's offensive but it was just like i don't i didn't know what else that word seemed to to fit i think we're desensitized because our kids say that in a joking manner yeah as much as we do we also hear 
ghetto and the F word and the N word like 45 times before 8 a.m. So. Yeah, it's, we're very desensitized to things. It's, um, not, anyways, it's not a good thing. No, nah, uh, But she I guess said not. She the said ghetto that store. in front of somebody and apparently offended somebody. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's terrible. But, uh, it's terrible because I just use it so casually. I don't like even realize that, like Amina, our nanny, was like, "You can't say that." And I was like, "Wait, what?" Like I didn't even realize what I was saying. But well, there's lots of different it's versions just, of it. I guess it's my favorite store. It's honest to God, my favorite. It's store. an express outlet. It's it's amazing. And Victoria's Secret. Yeah. And like. I don't know. Whatever. Okay, we're off topic. Well, anyways, so. the house we bought is in a very, very bad part of the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, probably but the it's most moving. impoverished part of Columbus. But yeah, there was like a riot on the street out front. Oh my gosh, it was like a world star hip hop. Yeah. Um, video. Didn't you say that someone was holding like a two year old and then was screaming to like engage in a fight and then someone else came out and dumped <laughs> yeah. like milk well, yeah. all over the the stairs and was like what are you gonna feed your baby now that's exactly what that's happened. what we're dealing with people so well, the house, if we say ghetto off, and it's desensitized like we don't know <laughs> we're in it exactly first off the house was um abandoned by the previous tenant um, oh because my god she was on the law for or on the run for uh because she killed someone. Manslaughter. Oh, can we take an interlude? God, yeah, we should podcast more often. <laughs> <laughs> the lady who lived in the house before was a renter. That we, the house that we just bought. Yeah, and um, so the rental company sold it basically to us, and um, she, her friend, got twenty dollars stolen from her, and so her friend called her up and was like, "Yo, this guy just stole twenty dollars from me. We gotta get him." So the friend, loyal as can be, AF. Got in her car and was like, I got you, boo. And she ran over the guy that stole the $20. She killed him. And then she went and she's just like, yeah, I'm going to go now. And she was a fugitive of the law. Yes. And, and she left her dogs in the house. Two pit bulls. Two pit bulls. For an extended period of time. According to the neighbors, anywhere from one to two months. That's, and, I don't uh, think a dog lives for two months some by animal themselves. lovers out there. Um I did find out from asking all the neighbors, and they said that animal control did pick them up. Might not have been a happy ending because they are pit bulls. We don't um, like to think that. There's far. a lot of those, but the house was disgusting. Needless to say, it still is. So I'm mopping up feces and urine, and uh, that's the trick to a good flip. Apparently, you get a really <laughs> nasty ass house and clean it up. Um, but those are free things to do for the most part, besides the, mm-hmm. you know, the mop that I bought. But anyways, while that's happening. A fight is brewing in the street, and I peek my head out the window, and it goes from two or three like eighth graders to like, like fifty riot. people all coming out, squaring up, shirts coming off, cars getting punched. Why do you, have um, you ever been in a fight? Do you need to take your shirt off? Uh, I don't know. I yeah, because you know I, I've never been in a fight, but I it does help to take your shirt off. As a female, I don't want to take my shirt off. Actually, the one fight I've ever been in, I. I would argue that I want it because of the other guy's shirt. That's weird. <laughs> like it ended up over his head, Aww. like a hockey thing. Oh, okay. Well, That's like if I took my shirt fight. off and fought someone, I would be nervous of being in a compromising position. Well, you're a woman. Yeah. But as a man, you want less things to grab onto. I think. I don't know. This is 10th grade. Well, girls I'm always take their now. earrings off. Yeah, see. That's another tip I've put your hair up. You put your hair up. Nothing well, to grab. Well, I've got that's I've got an advantage there cuz I got a really short haircut. There you go. Our kids, when they get in fights, their hair is everywhere. There's, there's weave, <laughs> like tumbleweeds rolling down the hallways. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So I digress. We've so, been really busy with this house. Um, it's a lot of cleaning, and we're demoing, and 
every extra minute we get. But we're also working full time and we have children and Lisa's pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, I'm real pregnant now. Um, we learn what the sex of the baby is. Not we learn it on April 30th. We learn. We didn't learn already. We learn. Well, it hasn't been April 30th yet. So pretty excited about that. Um, yeah, I'm 110 percent pregnant right now. As a vegan, can tell you, I'm feeling great. Haven't had any troubles. You haven't um, been sick, have you? I have not been sick. Do you think that's because you're vegan? I don't know. You know, the moment you start saying I'm awesome because of this, and then it goes to, <laughs> it goes you know, downhill. Goes away. We are the only person I've but known to not be sick for two pregnancies. No, I got sick the last pregnancy one time. Um, it was when I had the Halloween party and your whole family was out. Oh yeah, you were actually sick though. That was that wasn't like that wasn't like oh morning nauseous. sickness. Yeah, no, 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 that was like I had you, like you got, like a cold or yeah. something. Yeah, um, no, but I haven't had morning sickness. But I don't want to say so. Like, like morning sickness can affect like any woman. So I'm not gonna be like I'm a vegan, so I don't get morning sickness. Yeah, I'm pretty like, sure if that was the case, that would have been figured out by someone yeah. else before you. Yeah, I don't think that's <laughs> why. I think that I'm just like uber lucky and that I don't get that. Um, and I haven't been as tired with this pregnancy. And I think it's just because I have another child and your body, you're just like, oh, not, you can't get tired. Like, this is not an option. So I haven't been as tired. I mean, I'm sure I am. I think I've just come, I just am tired. Yeah. You know? like, I just, it's like a part of me now. But I don't feel bad. I don't know. Whatever. But I do want to talk about doctors and being vegan because i have a little story about that oh strap in folks it's not even no <laughs> i'm gonna go for a walk i've heard this there story was, a few times we were discriminated against as a vegan family oh profiled it was the first um yeah i felt i felt, you felt um, like a victim i felt like a victim no i didn't feel like, you like a hashtag hashtag victim yeah which led me also side note i want a new word for being vegan is plant-based cooler to say than vegan? Um, well, actually, I have an article about that. Okay, well, we'll, we'll talk about that. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like vegan sounded bad in this scenario, but um, my son, Bob, who also, he had a little sickness when he um, was teething his, his back teeth, like his molars in the back. Like the front ones came in like a champ, but that those back ones, he currently actually right now has five separate teeth coming in. So he had a couple nights where he was really restless and we had to put like clove oil on it. Um, the doctor did tell me though, if you've got a baby that's teething, to not put that ambisol stuff on it. Any numbing thing that your body, your baby can ingest that stuff and it's like not good for them. Well, the stuff we got was... We got like total natural super stuff. Super organic. Natural, yeah. yeah. But, but if you would have got baby Ambisol, that stuff's not good, according to my pediatrician. I mean, that makes sense. Which I like my pediatrician. That's what makes this story a good story because I don't. <laughs> it's just like a. Yeah, she's cool. It's a generality. So anyways. Um, she's young, too. Maybe she's just learning. She's young and she's got a baby, though. She's got a baby that's like four months older than Bob, which I think is like an awesome. Um, what? Who would you not, you know, what better quality in a 
pediatrician then like they have their own new baby too well you know you did fire your first pedi- our first pedi- pediatrician do you well, remember I did. that why forgot about that i don't remember they were like really hippie skippy they were too hippie they were weird and i'm super hippie I oh, remember. oh i remember the yes. scale probably, we probably talked about new, this already new moms out there you're always nervous that your baby doesn't weigh enough or something's wrong with it you know so in the first couple of days, you have to go to the doctor like right away, which I always felt very annoying because I just wanted to stay home with my child and I had to like lug him in a car. But um, the, the they told me my baby was like completely underweight and I was devastated because breastfeeding you, that's your only job is to fatten up your baby. And I'm bawling, I'm, I'm so like upset. And then they call and they're like, hey, can you come back in? Our scale was broken. I was like, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) That was not cool. So we, yeah, we went to a different pediatrician. But okay, this is what happened. So our baby has this like rash behind his ear. It was like, it wasn't like a cut, but it, it looked like a kind of like a gash that never bled. It would bleed when the scabs would be picked off yeah, by it him. Like a wound. Yeah, but it wasn't like gross. a. Wasn't like he cut himself. It was like a rashy thing. They Bi- got like dry and yeah, bloody almost. Right. Um. It was behind one only one ear, and it started a long, long time ago. Um. I believe it started when he was teething for the first time, and he started teething when he was four months old. So, but it was really like not um like a big deal. It was pretty minor, so I didn't. Um, do anything about it and then you know his other teeth started coming in like a month ago and it got progressively worse and he was he's visibly drooly much more now and so I thought the cause of it was him sleeping on the same side and him drooling and it the drool like would upset this or the drool would like affect it to not heal I guess it would like you know irritate it or whatever yeah that's what the internet told me too. I don't know. It like seemed like it made sense. So, and I'm sorry, I'm like all out of breath now because I'm that part of <laughs> pregnant where I can't talk for a long period of time. She brought a snack down with her too. <laughs> um, I didn't have four bowls of French onion soup. I had one serving. It was really good. Yeah. Anywho. Um, so we go to the doctor for just like a regular checkup for his one year checkup. And I'm like, hey, could you check out the back of his ear? This thing, it's gross. It's not getting better. But actually, when I brought him into the doctor, it was not as bad as it as it had been. And um, she was like, okay, that doesn't look terrible. But let me take a picture. I'm gonna send it off to dermatology, and let them like assess or whatever. And at this point, I had not told my doctor that I was a vegan and/or that I fed my baby um, only vegan foods and my mom all righteous was like um we were talking about formula and she was like you know he's one year old you don't have to feed him formula anymore you can just do cow's milk and my mom was like she doesn't do cow's milk she's a vegan i don't know if you've heard of lisa beats your meat (laughs) she's the star your mom does not speak of the podcast (laughs) no no not at all um but she said she's a vegan she doesn't feed him cow's milk and The doctor was like, okay, you know, soy milk, almond milk, whatever. And I was like, yeah. And I'm really cognizant of what my child eats. Like, if you email me, I will give you a rundown of what my child eats. And I can guarantee it's a very, very healthy, 
varied diet and all kinds of protein and all fruits and vegetables and he gets everything he needs. He eats what we eat, but better as well. So don't worry about it. Um, anyways, <laughs> so she takes a picture of the back of his ear and she sends it off to dermatology. And then, and in that picture, it looked worse than it actually was in real life. And um, dermatology came back and was like, that doesn't look good and it looks really severe. And I bet it's so severe because his lack of zinc due to all that soy milk that he's drinking, which is um, inhibiting his absorption of zinc. Yeah, I guess, he, I mean, he did, he did have soy formula for a little while, right? He had soy formula for like six months. Okay. Um, so the thought there is that soy and a lot of other um, items will inhibit your absorption of zinc, which that's chemistry. It does happen. But it, that's why as a vegan, it's really important to have, um, or just a regular person, um, to have a varied diet. Like I can't trust in getting my zinc all from one source or not from all one source. Like you have to, you have to eat different things. And so like Bob will have a bottle of soy milk, have a bottle of almond milk, coconut milk. I mean the whole bit. And if he was actually deficient in zinc, wouldn't, I mean, they wouldn't let that happen in formula. Like no formula would yeah, put out there. Yeah, there's kids that have to go on that immediately because they right. reject regular formula and they don't get breastfed. And, and those they, all would be zinc deficient babies. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not. And I mean, and Bob's eating real food. He's been eating real food for a while. He is real food. So I don't think this is what, I think it was a subjective assumption based on my mom's admission of us feeding Bob. Red flags. Yeah. Well, I don't, it's fine. This weirdo. No. Oh, kid cows I'm the red flag. Yeah. yeah. You're the red flag. Yeah. And it's like, I love, <coughs> sorry, I like my doctor. Um, I think the practice is awesome. I don't think anybody was like, oh my gosh, these people are weirdos or, or they're like putting their child in danger. But it's just a good example of like some people that just don't understand a vegan diet, you know, that yeah, like there's... don't, I guess like the image of a vegan parent would be someone who deprives their child of something. Whereas yeah, that's like, happened. like there's I, been it has stories happened. of people, you know, really messing their kids up by not giving them the, the proper right nutrients. nutrients. But I guess that's just my point is that, and I say this all the time that it's like super easy to be vegan, but then it's not like I go above and beyond to make sure my child and my family eats super healthy. Like it's it's a quest that, you know, doesn't stop every day. So I'm there's no doubt in my mind my child is getting everything he needs a hundred percent. What? But I'll about, give him some vitamins too. I don't care. Oh yeah. That's I was gonna say, what about B twelve? That's the only <laughs> vitamin I any vegan with a well-rounded diet, he still needs to take. Well, he still eats like his cereal, like his baby cereal, like oatmeal and stuff, which is fortified with B vitamins. Oh, okay. A lot of the coconut or almond milk is too. A lot soy of milk. soy milks are fortified too. Um, what was I going to say? The uh, but this doctor visit, he also went to get a blood test that day, and they checked his iron levels, and his iron levels were great. So. 
in my personal opinion, I don't think he's going to be great in iron and deficient in zinc. Even though my dad was like, well, he could be. But <laughs> I just don't think because I just I don't think so. I don't know. Like it, it's only moms are going to understand this. But just like I know my child and I just don't think so. Just like that first doctor visit when they're like, he's like four pounds. And I was like, I don't think so. And then they yeah. call me back an hour later and they're the like, scale's the scale's broken. broken. Yeah, trust trust your instincts there. The other thing that Bob gets that a lot of children don't, vegan or not vegan, is he has a shake every morning that's yeah. full of fruits and vegetables and seeds and nuts. and Yeah. And he yeah. loves it. He does. He gets real cranky if I'm making a shake. Like, I can't make a shake and not give him one. Yeah, he gets screams at it. Yeah, he also tries to scream louder than the blender, but yeah, he's behaving really well. Yeah. Um. But anyways, that's my my bit about a vegan um, discrimination. Well, yeah, I think we're gonna have an episode coming up about vegan kids because I think it's a fairly new thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Besides being like a weird old school hippie, yeah. trying not to give your kid anything. Well, um, that's what you shouldn't think of being vegan as depriving yourself from certain things. You and that's think where of that, it, that name, I guess, is yeah. troublesome. You should think of it as, it goes back to Dr. Grieger, or no, Dr. Furman's groms. You should be like hunting down those certain things every day. And if you hunt down those greens, beans, mushrooms, onions, seeds, and berries all day long, you're not going to go hungry and you're Definitely not going to be deficient in any bombs. Yeah, I saw. Can I call him Groms. I don't know. <laughs> he said Doctor Krieger, and I keep saying it's this Furman. this quote from him online that we don't need to talk about, but I really like it. Uh, the primary reason diseases tend to run in families may be that diets tend to run in families. Ooh, yeah, I really like that one a lot. Um, he's the guy though gotcha. who we tried to get, and he was like. He's like, can I have a $25,000 donation? Do you have $500,000? like, can 000? I get a $25,000 donation? He had, like, thresholds for how many, like, YouTube hits you had. I was or like, like, we have, like, 100. We <laughs> 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 uh, didn't ask about podcast stats, but he wanted, like, social media presence stats. Yeah. Most of our Whatever. claim to fame is this show. Um, we don't have as much of a presence anywhere else. But anyways, yeah, I don't blame the guy. He's doing good things. Yeah. Um, real good things. He was just too good for us. Apparently. Which well, is fine. But not our man, Furman. Yeah. Or Moby. <laughs> <laughs> Moby's really embarrassed like that he did the show. I think when we said, welcome to Lisa Beach Your Meat, episode he, 13. Yeah. We have Moby today. <laughs> he was like, wait, what? <laughs> I think it was also really funny because he had like... He had not done anything for like a really long time. Like this was one of his first like jumping back into like oh the his, media. his yeah his festival thing yeah. yeah he was that was like I'm coming back into the mainstream and he hit up this podcast. <laughs> it's because you had his email. Yeah, yes, it is because I had his email. But he's everywhere now. Yeah, I keep seeing him with pictures of like he's he's been hanging out with the uh, um what's the doctor. Physician committee guy Barnard, Barnard um, the cheese guy. Um, I keep seeing pictures of him with with Dr. those Barnhard. two together. Barnard, whatever. Cool. So, what else, Jimmy? Um, well, speaking of that, well, actually, what? speaking of what? Um, the what is it? The physicians committee for, committee for ethical for, research. I don't know. PCRM. Got, like twelve thousand doctors in it now. It's growing. Oh wow! Exponentially. Um, they had an article that was circulating a lot recently about um, 
we we did an episode about this about the government linking up with some businesses. Oh, and that damn government. It's just, I, and I had to. I, I'm googling this, trying to figure out why. I still don't get why. I mean, at the end of the day, I guess it's. Well, let me start. Lobbying. They're trying Money? to increase our cheese intake. So the U.S. government partnered with McDonald's recently. They've done this before to increase the amount of cheese and other dairy products used in meals. So there's 14,000 McDonald's across the country that are going to try to increase their cheddar cheese sales by 30% by pumping it into the Egg White Delight McMuffin along so with it'll a be couple like, other signature sandwiches. So it'll be like, uh, okay, I'm going to design I'm gonna design a sandwich right now. Okay. Well, you're, wait, before you start, you're in a room mm-hmm. and you're a McDonald's worker and you're sitting across the table from the United States government <laughs> and you're all coming up with how to get 30% more cheese out of your McDonald's into the mouths of Americans. Okay. I would make the bread thinner. <laughs> wow, you're good at this. And then I would put and I, in the absence of that bread, I would put a layer of cheese, and then I would put the the egg. But you know what? Maybe I would do. Maybe I would make it like a scrambled egg and put the cheese in the scrambled egg. The cheesy scrambled egg. Cheesy scrambled eggs, like a cheesy scrambled egg patty. Um. Okay. And then what I do is the sausage. You know how um you can get like hot dogs with cheese in the inside. Oh yes, I okay. do. I would vegan version of that. I would would make the sausage with cheese on the inside, (laughs) (laughs) and I would, I would top it with like another thin layer of the same cheese, but just dyed a different color, so they think it's a different cheese. Mm. And then I would. um, It'd be on like Parmesan bagel. (laughs) Yeah, and then yeah, and then I would put the bread, and I would sprinkle cheese on top, so it was like a crunchy top. And then and that would be the end of the sandwich. There you go. And then I would get like a, a slice of cheese as like a mint for after breakfast. So they claim it, it's a win-win. For one. <laughs> yes. You know what? I think <laughs> eating all that cheese is a win-win. The win-win is, for one, we're giving the American people what they want. Cheese, And then please. two, we're helping the dairy farmers of America and our economy. Well, it's obviously the best um scenario that our government thought of for our people they're going to introduce uh three new coffee beverages which cheese this just coffee keeps, no, <laughs> dairy cheesy this coffee just, th- this coffee thing just kills me i even when i wasn't a vegan it's like oh like you, the frappes yeah and... you're walking into work every day people eat with those 30 ounce ice cream yeah. in a straw because there's a tint of caffeine in it. Yeah. You think you're just getting your morning Joe. Just, you know, got to have my morning Joe and get ready for school. Yeah. I work. used to work at Panera and I would make those drinks. It's, like, a, it's like you're walking with a banana split. Yeah. They would. The, <laughs> Every day. The Panera, like, cinnamon coffee whatever thingy. Um, I made it with, like, half and half. Like, it wasn't. And it was lit, it was one shot of espresso. And then it was like all um, fluff. But I used to make them for myself and I didn't eat dairy at that time when I was in high school. I like bounced in and out of being vegan for a really long time. But I would put in five shots of espresso and then I would use soy milk and I would just like whip it up and it was like the same thing. Wow. But five shots of espresso I don't think was. So that'll pack a punch. Yeah. I don't know what I was trying to stay awake for in high school. Well, just a month ago, they also, the PCRM, the Physicians Committee for, for Responsible, Responsible Medicine. Medicine, 
She has 12,000 members. Um, they condemned the U.S. government for a similar partnership with Pizza Hut, trying to get 25% more cheese added to their 6,000 branches across the country. So, mm-hmm. again, we've talked about this before, and I read a whole book on it. We did a podcast on, like, meatonomics and stuff, but... Again, it's just hard to wrap my brain around the why. Well, it's hard There's to wrap the, your brain. You can condemn it and say, don't do that. But I'm just like, why, why would the government do why this? Why are you doing this? But it's hard to wrap your brain around. And I think a lot of the like, quote unquote, American public don't realize is that the foods that they think are the same are changing without them not even knowing it. You know, like kids are going to go off to a birthday party and they're going to get their cheese pizza um, like they've been doing for, you know, hundreds of years now and that pizza that they're eating is different than it was like 30 years ago you know that you have like 75 percent more cheese on that slice of pizza than you did and and the people don't know and it's the same thing with like like oh we've always ate pizza right but it's a it's a different pizza which is that's like super sad and actually reminds me of my kids were talking about this my students they just some of them get it and some of them really struggle with the vegan thing um but like they're a lot of their argument is just like I'm gonna die anyways, so I might as well enjoy this hamburger. <laughs> yeah, you know, and like it's as simple as that to them. Like they're just like I don't know, I'm gonna die, so I might yeah, as well. And that's enjoy. a that's a kid thing too. I used to think like that too. Like, oh, I'll just like drink and smoke and whatever. We're all gonna die anyways, right, man? Yeah. Well, that's you do know that's really stupid. Yeah, I do know. <laughs> um, will I am. Mm-hmm. Um. What's he from? The Fergie band? Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas. No, not Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. They're called Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, right? I think they're Black Eyed Some <laughs> Is it Black Eyed what Peas? What an ironic name. <laughs> I think that it was the oh, Black Bean Burgers was their band name. <laughs> they're playing next week. Um, Which Bob loves Black Eyed Peas. Not the band. Oh, the actual bean. I do too, and they're fairly new to me. Anyways, he's got this thing that somehow popped up at the end of this article, which is hilarious. I... You can see it on his Instagram if you go there, but um, he's pissed. Oh. Yeah, he's mad. Um, and he's, you know, he, he goes on this rant about, you know, how once he started looking into health and just digging, like, past one layer of what we eat every day, mm-hmm. realizing that it's just a giant operation of, like, crap getting fed to us mm-hmm. and then pills to cure that. Mm-hmm. And he sees it more as, like, that's the economy of of this Western society. It's not just the food. It's not just the medicine. It's that you need the bad food to prop up the medicine. And it's all this big cyclical thing. But he goes on this rant about it and he starts, but of course it gets really cheesy really fast. And he's, he's like, we need, we need, like a, we need a, oh, sorry. Um, wah, wah, wah. Silly. Um, he's like, we need it. We need a new name for this. And he says something, he says the V gang. And then it's described as V gang noun, a group of people taking a hardcore gangster approach to wellness and conscious living. Um, first of <laughs> all, here, there's your thing. Yeah, you know? I do. I do like, want a new word for vegan. Listen, doctor, my buddy, my baby's in the V gang. Yeah. But to <laughs> will I am isn't like super thug to me you know no not at all you're in a band called the black eyed peas with someone called furry yeah and you've lost i don't, don't get know. me wrong i really like he's the black super eyed peas cool. yeah he's cool and the black eyed peas are great um are you sure eyed? it's the black eyed <laughs> peas <laughs> i don't think that doesn't that's... sound right uh it is though 
Okay. Goes on to say the lobbyists are doing an amazing job making sure their products they sell to us are able to stay on the shelves, and those companies sell billions of dollars. Oh, everything I just say, but V Gang, it's me lobbying the for me. The V Gang seems like it's of my life. Seems like it has something to do with like women. <laughs> I that. don't think it's the vegan gang, um, but he's got some some good insight. I don't know. It's and this is like every day you can find a headline to somebody else going in this direction. He had a good quote. For many years, I would go to sleep and wake up tired, and that's because my body was processing God knows what type of crazy whack shit that was approved. He explained, um, "There's a force, a dark force out there that's doing a very good job of keeping us all sick." And I one bajillion percent agree with that. I do too, but I also don't think it's like Mr. Burns sitting back in like a high tower controlling us. I think it's no, it's 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 a big it's operation. Like a, it's just kind of formed slowly. Yeah, I think it's just decisions that have been made over numerous years from from numerous people that just is now the system. You know, like it's not like I don't think like the McDonald's Corporation is like. Actually, no, they are because they're like, how do we put more cheese in our food? Well, no, originally they weren't like, let's make Americans sick, right? And then we'll profit off of that. It was let's provide a good fast burger. Like it was all this is comes with good intentions. Yeah, it's just, it's just now been broken that, down to maintain the the profit, and that's the that's the other problem with a lot of this is, and don't get me wrong, I'm the biggest capitalist in the world, free market all the way, but it's when. You have to maintain growth. Like when a company's production and profit is not enough and it constantly has to be a percentage increase for, you know, investors and board members and whatever. It it just everyone everyone's maximizing everything in this rat race, man. Yeah. So that was really a neat um Okay, black eyed peas. Angle on it. Will I Did you look it up? Is it their name is black eyed peas? I don't know why that sounds weird. But it does. It's just in the context of what we're talking about. I think it's just because I just made black eyed peas and the word just it went back to a bean and I of a never band. had them until probably like last year. So Well they're really good for you. For the beaters out there in the V gang. Okay. If you want to have some black eyed peas, how do you make them, Lisa? Um, I don't know. I made like a like a salad out of them. Like a you could make like a chickpea salad but just using black eyed peas instead. Just in like a dressing it was like red onion and maybe like an herb there's some tomatoes in there maybe like a red wine and um olive oils or not oil if you don't do that like salad dressing i like them like more fresh than um real like cooked down bob also likes them fresh he like really went ham on them yeah that you bought like a can of them one day and i like yeah. picked one and ate it because i just eat everything that yeah. You're cooking. Oh, you those are the me. fresh ones. Those are really yeah, good. Yeah, and I just couldn't stop eating them. I was eating spoonfuls yeah. of them. They have like an addictive. And they were just raw. Yeah, they have like a real addictive taste to them. I don't know. Yeah, it's a Where very underutilized bean, I tell you. And they're not, they called peas. They they get like, um, they have like a wrong label on them. Well, apparently someone liked them enough to name their band <laughs> after them. You eat them on New Year's Day. Oh, yeah. That's the first time I had them. Yeah. And I, it was also like for a while the Ohio State Buckeyes were in some kind of bowl game, either a bowl game or when we got to the playoffs. So I thought the tradition was in Ohio, you ate black eyed peas for that's, the Buckeyes. But makes me mad to think that like that's how <laughs> ingrained the Buckeyes are in our like thoughts. Well, black eyed pea, Buckeye, they kind of look the same. It looks like a little Buckeye. It does look like a little Buckeye. I Weird. get it. I get it. It's just it annoys me. Yeah, you know, 
Okay. Well, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> speaking of uh, trendy things popping up, um, Chef Gordon Ramsay, uh-huh. um, who's been obviously he's, very outspoken. Um, he's in many really levels. mean. He's super mean. Do you I, know that he has a new show? I don't watch like network television a lot. I actually don't watch TV a lot because I like just stare at the screen, like not paying attention. But you do watch your favorite show. Oh, The Housewives all day. Yeah. I gotta check up with my girlfriends. It's funny. A talk show host the other day was talking about, you know, all this like I don't know, like you, a very, you know, like the perfect mom who takes care of the kids and oh, cooks yeah. and and you know everything's Beautiful wonderful. And he was and like, funny. and he was talking about he was like, you know, but he was talking about the secrets of marriage. Oh. I'm on a tangent here. He's like, but your wife, he's like, a good marriage, you're always courting your wife even after 20 years. He's like, you can't just get comfortable, and that's why marriages fall apart. And he's like, you have to every day has to be a date, and if you mm-hmm. want to get with your wife that night, he's like, sometimes you have to sit down and watch two hours of The Housewives and be like, oh, that's interesting. You don't oh, have to watch cool. it with me. <laughs> I don't, don't want watch to. it. Don't watch it with me because it's like I know it's like, like a, it's like a guilty pleasure that I just want to do by myself. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't want you. I don't want to make anybody have any part of it. But no, I love my housewives. I get down with all of them. And currently, right now, there's three of them. There's three different like area cities going on. Which one are you? Like watching? Atlanta is wrapping up. New York is just starting, and Beverly Hills is like. And I think Beverly Hills is like about to end. I don't get down with like. There's one that's like the Potomac. I don't. I don't know that one, so I don't get down with it. But I like um, my. My shows, and that wasn't it. Jeez, we really should do these more often because I've been so scatterbrained. Um, Gordon Ramsay, his new show is, or one of his shows is he's like, so his image is like a mean um, chef, you know? And uh, his new show is he's mean to like children. To children? Yeah, like he has like, (laughs) like kid chefs. I saw, I like watched it one day and it was like, a kid was like, here, the kid was literally 10 years old and was like, here, I made, you know, whatever. Well, his first and show Gordon Ramsay like, was like, this is shit. I turned the, turn this back into the kitchen. I would never serve this. And I was like, he's 10. Uh, well, he had that like one, his first show, whatever it was called, um, which was just your basic reality show. We put it through the kitchen. Ringer. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. And it was good because. I don't know, you worked in a restaurant? Did you work in a restaurant? I, I've been like, like lot. I was a dishwasher and a hostess and a server for a bit. Okay. But anyone who's worked in a restaurant. Literally like 20 years ago. Especially if you've worked behind like the line or, you know, cooked things. It's it's the most insane thing yeah, it's I think work. I've ever done in my life. It's fun though. It's fun, but it's also like you need to be able to take some shit. Yeah, like you if you mess up. You need to be able to handle the pressure. Yeah. yeah. You could destroy... You know, a reputation of a business in five seconds <gasps> if Maybe you I just fall back. apart behind a line. I want to be a dishwasher again. Honest to God, that was one of my favorite jobs. <sighs> I, I hated was so being a good at it. Like they put me in, and they like they knew they had like an all-star walking through. <laughs> like they would give me like the the dinner rush, and I would be done with it in like two seconds. And I I could see it in like my my boss's eyes. Like, damn, she's good. I was like, heck yeah, I'm good. <laughs> We're off track here, but I think uh, Chef Ramsay's attitude is what real restaurants all have. Mm-hmm. Real cooks and real chefs have to Gotta go be a through mean. some shit. Yeah, they have to really be put through the ringer before they can prove that they're capable of you know, handling the rush of and cooking food, which I don't even do. You do. I did at one point. I was 
the head of a line at one point. Yeah. Um, but, but anyways. A the, lot of the, the pressure of cooking is getting it done in a timely manner. Yeah. And it has to be good. Yeah. No, and there's a lot of pressure in cooking. Yeah, I didn't have to come up with anything. It was all put you know, this a in that. formula that was put in front of me. But anyways, um, I'd really liked Hell's Kitchen. But then he had one where he like saved restaurants. He went into like yeah. terrible restaurants. And no, just, that was that other. That was that's another guy. He did one where Chef Irving Irvine. He like went into a poorly run restaurant, oh. and then he recreated the menu and recreated the vibe, and oh. they and they rebuilt it kind of like a DIY show. Yeah. Um. Anyways, throughout all why of, are we talking about throughout him? all of his shows, he's quick to shit on vegans. He's always been outspoken about yeah. it and like made fun of them and said terrible things. Yeah, he said then, he was allergic to vegans. Yeah. And then the other Look day... Look who's vegan now! Well, he tweeted... Um, it was funny because it was Him. a headline. That's, it was that's like, what we're getting at. Yes. <laughs> Chef Gordon Ramsay tweets, hey, I'm going to try this vegan... Give this vegan thing a try. And then it was like, boom, headlines. You know, and whatever. And my then sm- vegans were like crawled out of the my, woodwork. My social media bubble is like... Very vegany, but then it was like, then the next was Chef Ramsay tweeted that he was gonna be vegan and then deleted the tweet. Probably because vegans are annoying. Yeah, he he, they are, and then he came back and uh, like we are did it again. We're part of it. But yeah, he's probably like, I don't want to be on every fucking cover of every vegan everything as a vegan now, and he is. He's I've seen this headline ten different ways. Yeah, that's why going back to my original thing, I don't think vegang is a cool term for it but i think you're they, also not in the bucket piece so yeah i think we need a new term because it's stuff like that like gordon ramsey yeah if there was a theme to this show because we haven't really established one it would be the um like the misconception of the image of a vegan like gordon ramsey putting this out and then all of a sudden being like ugh vegans they attacked me They're, i'm sure he got like a tweet that was like are you gonna eat honey oh my god are your shoes leather <laughs> yeah. you know like well the tweet was going to give this vegan thing a try dot 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 yes yeah. guys you heard that right gx what is gx i don't know come but on we're supposed to be cool i i don't i'm i'm so not with the lingo or anything anyways um I don't know. I just I think our community is really um, we're really judgmental, which is weird. Gene expression. No, I'm Generation sure it's a good X? night. I bet it's good night. Gwen Stefani. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, Generation X. It's not. He did not. He did not end his tweet with like, okay, Generation X. <laughs> well, anyways, it, it came with a picture of a, a vegan pizza. Oh, was it on his, his Instagram? At his restaurant. Yeah. Well, that's pretty sweet. Well, I mean, I think it's a good sign that, and um, I think we need more vegans or. Well, yes. Yeah, so going back to what you were just saying, plant-based. Sorry, <laughs> with that being a bad term, it's starting to come around. The fact that him saying I'm going to give this vegan thing a try mm-hmm. means that not that he came across this weird thing that some people are doing. Mm-hmm. It's that people are just being bombarded with this so much that yeah. they they can't ignore it and then eventually there's enough there's, there's a reason that gets your attention whether it's environment or health or um, all these things that we talk about mm-hmm. on the show it's it's something that's out there even in a, the chef world where it's hard to ignore and yeah. for someone like Gordon Ramsay to be like you know what I'm going to try I'll give it a try yeah and i think that's really commendable um, a chef because I like to consider myself a Michelin star um, chef. 
Just you kidding. But um, Michelin it's, star. Isn't that what it's called? <laughs> um, but it's much. Uh, it takes a little bit more finesse and some more creativity to come up with some really interesting vegan dishes. Um, well, as that's opposed, what chefs want to do, right? Yeah, as opposed to just like your basic um, meat dishes. And I'm not saying that like meat dishes don't have you know creativity in them. It's just that I feel like if I was a chef for like a career that I would want to be kind of challenged. And I would also want to put out the most, um, you know, high quality kind of substances known to man. So being a vegan and being a vegan chef, like a nice vegan chef would be really com- not, um, appealing to me. You know? Yeah. Well, I got him headlines too, I'm sure. Yeah. It never hurts anyone. But do you think he's eating vegan food right now? You know what he's doing right now? He's having like a, like a veggie, like a chicken patty, and he like did it wrong, you know. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, "This sucks." And we have to like tell him, Just like, throws it against the no, wall. No, that's not what you're. No, I'm sure he has connections to the yeah. the good stuff. Who was it that we talked about recently that like didn't want to be vegan anymore? Oh, Waka the rapper Flocka. Waka Flocka. Yeah, cause he's Waka so Flocka sick was like, of, "You like, vegans are crazy." Um, yeah, and th- it's funny. So, it, um, in the one article that. Uh, Mercy for Animals put out. Lisa's uh, interesting friend there. Um, Nathan, Nathan Runkle. Runkle. <laughs> Mercy, <laughs> we had a great podcast with Nathan Runkle. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that one, go back to that one. His book is really awesome. But they had an article about this, and they said, like, it's no surprise. Here's why we're not surprised. And it's the usual, um, like, top ten. You're fighting climate change, saving tons of water. You could live longer. You're going to look and feel incredible. You'll be healthy AF. You guys are so hip. Mm-hmm. Um, workers' rights, world Healthy, hunger, your taste buds are going to life it. <laughs> You'll make many new friends. That's what you were just talking about. Uh, I had never seen that in any of these lists. You'll make many new friends, but you will because vegans, vegans just latch on to each other. Like, and it's awesome, but it's getting to the point now where it's not such a strange thing. And it used to be such a strange thing that, I don't know, it's like when you find a band. Do you ever have a band that you listen to and you're like, they're like underground. Yeah, you came across them in a bar and you're like, this is the most amazing band I've ever seen. <coughs> and then and, they go mainstream. Well, even before that, like you're going to have that connection with other people that have mm-hmm. got to experience that band at such a low level. And yeah. then it gets bigger. Um, totally feel you. So I don't know. That's Yeah. I, I thought that was very interesting. And I saw Walk the Moon when they weren't big. And now one of our friends to train sees them. So I know they're not cool <laughs> anymore. I'm saw, just kidding. <laughs> saw the Ava brothers in a place with like 32 people yeah. in Tivoli, New York. And there wasn't even a stage. They were literally on the same level as me. I was looking like in their eyes. Yeah. I mean, they, all bands got to start somewhere. Exactly. Um, and all nutritional revolutions have to start somewhere. Like I just came up with that. That was really... You call them... Um, corny? Revolutionaries. Revolu- <laughs> well, yeah, we're revolutionaries. Uh, my baby's a nutritional revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if you... <laughs> heard that term yet but baby's a nutritional revolutionist (laughs) oh my god got it yeah that's it that's that's on the nose yeah what do you would you like the steak tonight no i'm a nutritional (laughs) revolutionist um i don't eat that shit yeah okay Okay, we could we could go with this okay (laughs) nr put a g on it energy (laughs) oh my god (laughs) sorry uh well that brings us to our last topic. Um, we talked about this a little bit before, but there's a more uh, statistically 
um, relevant article that came out from Plant Based News, which I really like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you call it? I guess website or organization. Social media presence. Yeah, I think they're in- or UK. That's what I've started describing myself as. A social media <laughs> presence. <laughs> Instead of a teacher. Like, what do you do? I'm a social media presence. Oh, uh, Even though eye, I'm not. Keep an eye out on Lisa Beats Your Meet Instagram because Lisa's going to be in the news soon. You better yeah. put that up. Yep. Well, you all know I'm quitting my job. Um, but I'm quitting my job because I got babies on the way. But I'm also quitting my job because my job kind of sucks. And um, so the the local news interviewed me for like a expose. <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. I will. Yeah, I'll like link it to my Instagram. Well, you guys heard the story coming about out in May. the kid who ravaged Lisa's classroom. Yeah. That whole story is going to be on the news with photographs yeah. and Lisa being interviewed in her home. Yeah. At one point she interviewed me and she was like, did you feel scared in your fragile state? And I was like, as a pregnant woman, <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> but like, like I was, it's just really funny to like to actually it, like yeah. yuck it up. Maybe the the beaters could help this go viral. <laughs> that gets oh my just gosh. spread all over the country. I'd love it. Because so, I'm going out in a blaze. My boss doesn't even look in my direction yeah, anymore. Yeah, I'm glad it's taken a while for them to air that because you're probably going to be fired like right after it. Probably. Well, but keep an eye out for that. Um, but anyways, the final story from plant-based news, which is again, a great place, uh, consu- it's headline consumers prefer term plant-based to vegan says polls. This is based on statistics. Um, they did a poll, um, according to Madison president and chief innovative officer, Barb Stuckey, I'm trying to see where this came from, but, um, they're talking about the impossible burger and things like that. Okay, US, this is a U.S.-wide survey of 1,163 U.S. adults, which in the grand scheme of the vegan world, it's a pretty decent sample size. Um, we're asked uh, to answer multiple-choice questions with two answers, um, options being 100% plant-based or vegan. So 100% plant-based, I guess, is that that is vegan. I, I thought be, if there was really a difference, I thought vegan was like you didn't wear leather or wool or no we talked about that but like products uh, and that plant-based was your diet no i mean plant-based and then a revolutionary nutritionist was a beater plant <laughs> yes i can't forget that term plant-based would be your 95 percent plant eater but right once in a while but does that some have something that is so vegans yeah vegans don't wear leather that's what i'm saying yeah 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 but well, this this is just we're talking about what you're consuming, um, so a hundred percent plant based would be a vegan. Um, yeah, like what you eat wise. It's confusing. Um, exactly. I that's, that's I guess that's what this conversation is about. But um, questions included which is healthier, um, what tastes better, which offers more for me. Um, they were asked uh, where does the future lie and what is more f- which is more flexible, and uh, at the end of the day. Um, everyone prefers uh, plant-based. So which is healthier? 68% said plant-based is healthier. 32% said vegan. But they're the same thing. Um, they are, but then they're not. Well, when it comes to being 100% plant-based. I guess. Um, which tastes better? 73% said plant-based. 27 said vegan, which offers more. 70% plant So I think the term plant-based gives you this 
wider range. When I say vegan to someone who doesn't know much about nutrition, like a 17-year-old kid in the city, they yeah. just think like, what, like do what do you do? You, you eat lettuce and carrots. That's what I said. As an educated American with a master's degree, um, I would be like, what do you just eat carrots and lettuce? Yeah. Like I didn't know that I could have lasagna and pizza and what do we have tonight? Uh, French onion soup and, and nachos. Green bean casserole. Yeah, like none of that made any sense to me. But I could see how someone could see that plant-based would be that. Um, it's just you don't quite understand what plants are capable of if you're not in this world. Okay, yeah. Because plants can do a Okay, I get it. Okay. The manipulation <laughs> yeah. of plants. Yeah, it's just it's manipulation sounds, of this word, yeah. Sounds better than vegan. It's funny. They, uh, but I, I still, if someone was like, what do you want for dinner? And I, I can't, it can't come out of my mouth. They're like, I'm plant-based. <laughs> That's the first thing I said to my family. Yeah. The first Thanksgiving back home, I was like, "Well, I just I'm, I'm more focused on plants right now." <laughs> <laughs> They're like vegan. Yeah. Vegan. <laughs> but um, good. We talk about a lot of shit about our school and the the public school system. But um, the other day, I was doing cafeteria duty in our beautiful cafeteria. Um, it's is, not. I think we um, should put a disclaimer out that literally half the things I've said tonight are sarcastic. Yeah, we were very sarcastic. <laughs> But um, the good thing about public education is there's just a lot of good people that want good things. And these old lunch ladies were walking around old. I mean, like 50, 60. They're just you can't call them old. They're lunch ladies. Like they're they're exactly what you're picturing. You picture lunch lunch lady. They have the the floral print on and they're wearing scrubs and they have like a shower cap or whatever. Yeah, The lunch ladies Um, are kind of they're not like the nicest in the hallway. Uh, the newer ones are pretty good. There's one know. really nasty one. But this one woman comes up to me and she's got this tray of these little cups and she was like, excuse me, sir. And I was like, yeah, you've never talked to me because <laughs> I don't buy your food except for your purple Doritos. Um, and she was like, would you like to try one of these? And I was like, uh, it was like a little, it was a little cup of stuff. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a nutritional revolutionist. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I appreciate it. She's like, well, we're just trying something new. We want to get opinions on what this tastes like. And I was like. Eh, I appreciate it, but I, I just, I have a weird diet. And she's like, well, okay, sir. She's like, we're trying to go meatless Mondays next year. And we you made, were like, oh, shit. She's like, I'll we try made it. this meatless thing. And I was like, what? I was like, what was also, in it? Also dairy free. Um, this is where you might have to have like a mm-hmm. volunteer gig next Oh, year. yeah. I'm going to go down to these <laughs> scary lunch ladies and tell <laughs> them what they should be cooking. No, it was just like, they were really nice, and I, I tasted it, and it was totally vegan, and they're going to go completely, uh, I don't know, vegan, but completely meatless. There's no cheese on it, though. That's good. Um, next year, every Monday, on their own free will, apparently, yeah. and yeah, that's it awesome. just wasn't good. I mean, it, it was kind of well, good. It just needed something. They just didn't know, quite you know. know. The, it, was, it was beans and rice and like vegetables. It was just missing something that I do don't you, know. Do you know that school lunches, you're not allowed to uh, season them? Makes sense. You're literally like allergies. You're not allowed to put salt. That's on exactly something. what this tasted like. Yeah, like just completely unseasoned beans and rice. Which like salt, um, like too much salt is obviously not good for you. But um, I don't ever worry about salt because most of the the high salt comes from processed foods, and we don't eat like that much processed foods. And um, so salt though has like an integral part of making food. Like it draws the moisture and the flavor out of anything that you salt. And so if you were not salting your your food like as you make it, it's really like has no flavor. Yeah. But just... our lunch, like literally by law, they're not allowed to flavor it. So I guess they could get so like it has some... to be a very, I guess, predictive quality of what that 
food is, I guess. Yeah, but you know what? They do have salt-free, like Mrs. Dash. You know, that's like a salt-free yeah. thing. I bet they could use that. It just, it just, it just I don't know. But either way, it's, it's like... So positive. Yeah, they're trying. And they had that... I talked about the dragon fruit ju- juice or mm-hmm. whatever, but something good is happening. Like, yeah. It's continuing to happen, so... And I do, like, I hear kids all the time that are like, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to be healthier, I just don't know how. And I'm I'm really bad, because I'm like, I don't, I don't know, just, like, stop eating that crappy food. <laughs> but <laughs> they don't have another option. All, really all you non-vegans who listen to this show, we'll see you soon. Oh. You'll be on the... The revolution. You'll be in the revolution, yeah. You're going to come fight for the North. <laughs> that was oh a different God. war. It wasn't the revolution. <laughs> <laughs> You're a history teacher. <laughs> Jeez. Come fight for the Americans. Yeah. The colonists. Oh, my God. Anyways. Okay, um, so that was just like a cap recap of like what's going on in the news and our lives. Yeah, we were just, we were gone for a little bit, but we're still really excited about this and we're yeah. still living this life and all is well. Um, what was his name? Guy emailed me yesterday. Really nice guy that I've gotten an email from before who's like, don't talk about me on your show don't talk um, about him then um but his name well, I won't don't say his say name, his name. <laughs> he's just oh my a, god a, a guy who was like is everything all right he's like i'm not i'm not emailing you because i want to beg for more content i'm just want to know if you guys are okay hmm. and we are okay we're just we're super busy we're good and, yeah uh, but bob's just is, so it's a handful man i'm tired yeah I'm pregnant. we had some we had some Investment. babysitting things we had work things we have this house thing we have pregnant things we had family we had yeah easter we had hosted what 18 people in our house <laughs> yeah it was like a lot of murray's in the old household but yeah so we'll be back work. weekly again yeah we should do more than one so it's saturday we can do another we'll do like two a week okay two a week no yeah. one a week that's when summer comes so it's april yeah. 21st uh, we're gonna try to drop one <laughs> on Sunday nights okay. um, until June first. Yeah. When June first hits, um, then we're gonna get we're back gonna, to we're just full gonna do content it every day. I'm gonna do them by myself. <laughs> Not stop. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It'll be uh, me and Bob. Bob yeah. will be talking about. We'll be then. even more pregnant then. His only response will be Dougie. Yeah, it's, he says it. It's awesome. But yeah, once summer hits, um, there'll only be one job, and that'll be this investment property. So. Look out for some vlogs. Lisa's going to make some vlogs about our investment property. Yeah, well, I have the, to go. I've, you know, been there. I want to be like flipper flap. The hood. Vegan in the hood. <laughs> vegan in the hood. <laughs> Apparently hood's uh, offensive Is hood? too. What so. do you call an area that's, because it's not only low income, also kind of trashy people. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you, Oh my gosh! This- I have to edit that part out. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but people who riot in the street and spill milk and say, "Would you go feed your baby now?" <laughs> it's not like the highest caliber of per- people. Any anyone who lives in a city, you have your <laughs> your suburbs and you have your inner city, and you have like different demographics. There's black, white, rich, poor. Oh yeah, this- we live in a very white poor area. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna call that white poor. Um, financially handicapped. This is a tough, <laughs> this is a tough subject. <laughs> we work way too hard to not offend people. But I'm I'm sure I've just offended yeah. a bunch. We work in the hood. 
Uh, no, we just call it that because it's we joke around with our kids about that. Our kids are awesome. Our community's awesome. Yeah. Their parents are awesome, and we're trying to be part of bringing this community back to life. And people I are excited just, about let it. Let me put it this way: is that like there's nothing that I've said about my students or my neighborhood or the adjacent neighborhood that I haven't said to those people's face. Yes. Like, I was looking at I'm it like not this. saying this like maliciously behind people's back. When I say things that are offensive about my community, mm-hmm. I will only accept your criticism if you are in this community. Yeah. I don't want to hear how you feel about what I said about my community when you live in the suburbs. Yeah. You know, <laughs> in, of, a, like, in a six hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah. Like, like we're we're in this, so yeah. we joke. We yeah. I go to bed here in gunshots sometimes. Yeah, and helicopters like. But it is a good community. It's good people, and we're all in this together. And that's why we're here because it's such a community. And same with this podcast, and same with this nutritional revolution. The <laughs> nutritionist, nutritional revolution. But it does come down to people coming together, and okay. we—that's what we love. So. Yeah, we do. But we, it's been one hour. Like, Shut the hell up. And my bed. pretzels and peanut butter aren't going to eat themselves. Really glad you didn't start eating that peanut butter. That's the worst <laughs> podcast snack ever. <laughs> I better have something to talk about. Uh, um, If anyone knows what GX stands for, please email us. I think it's good night. GX. At Lisa Beach Your Meat. It's like good night with like a kiss. Gmail.com. Check out Lisa's. Giant kisses. Giant. uh, It's an X. Are those kisses? I'm going to look it up right now. I did. There's 20 things to choose from and none of them make sense to me. Maybe it's a British thing. Um, but anyways, we have Lisa Beach Your Meat um, at Gmail. If you want to email us, we'll respond. Let us know if there's something we should talk about. Um, we're kind of we talk about the same things a lot. Um, if you have some ideas, li- what's that fo- what language called that you type in? You know, emojis. No, like if I'm like like LOL is what? No acronyms or not acronyms like texting lingo. Lingo. Lingo texting. maybe. Anyways, uh, Lisa Beats Your Meat on uh, Instagram, which is our favorite. And then Lisa Beats Meat on Twitter. And uh, that's about it. Oh, we have a YouTube channel, Lisa's Vegan Family. We haven't done anything on that for a while. But we're going to put up some uh, vlogs soon about our house. Yeah, I don't know. What do you got, Lisa? (laughs) Generic. Yeah, generic was the first thing that came up. Generation X. Maybe it's like a British thing. He's British. She is British. It just said... Um, going to give this vegan thing a try. Yes, guys, you heard that right. Dot GX. Generic? Okay. Whatever. All right, we'll be back next Sunday um, or Monday. But thank you, guys. We miss you. Uh, subscribe and like our podcast. Pretty please. Okay. All right. What does GX mean in Pokemon?